Buying or selling a home can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. Heritage Realty makes buying and selling easy. With Heritage Realty, you get local market expertise, one-on-one service, and the support of a network of agents across the area. Heritage Realty cares about the details and goes above and beyond to deliver the service you need. Knowledge is power. Trust Heritage Realty to buy or sell your home. For the newest listings and detailed market reports, visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com. Heritage Realty, where today's technology meets traditional customer service. Fast-paced, hard-hitting. This is Tyler and Will on 99.1, The Sports Animal. Live from Rusty Wallace Kia. Home of the 200,000-mile warranty here on Callahan Drive. If you missed any part of today's show, you can always catch the podcast brought to you by Heritage Realty, HeritageRealtyKnox.com. But this podcast, if you missed the roundtable today, fantastic job by John Pennington and Bob Hodge. Um, usually Josh Dobbs joins us on Mondays. He's, he decided he was going to be busy. He had other things to do, so he couldn't join us like he's playing the Chicago Bears tonight on Monday Night Football. Looking for a place to listen to that. We'll have it right here for you on 99.1 The Sports Animal and on the Sports Animal app. You can always stream us live on the Sports Animal app. Um, okay, Tennessee with a massive win against Vanderbilt over the weekend. Played like I think a lot of us expected them to play all year. And I would say this, not so much that we expected Tennessee to beat everybody down the way that they beat down Vanderbilt, because that's a particularly bad, bad Vanderbilt team that seemed like they kind of mailed it in a few weeks ago and just locked it up and said, okay, our season's over. But Tennessee executed, and they executed at a really high level. And frankly, they haven't executed at a high level, I don't think, all year long heading into that game. 383 yards passing for Joe Milton, four touchdowns, no interceptions, two more rushing touchdowns for Joe Milton, six total touchdowns for Milton, which was incredible. Ramel Keaton, four catches, 122 yards, two TDs. Squirrel White, 10 catches, 110 yards in that one. Jacob Warren and McCallan Castles also adding touchdowns. Riley, tell me if you think I'm, I'm crazy. I think Tennessee could, could have executed at this level all year long. It does help that your wide receivers are running around like they're it and freeze tag and everybody else is running away from them, the defensive backs. No one was near them. But but I, I think Tennessee could have executed at this level all year. I, I think it's good for them they finally got it done at the end of the season. Um, but it, I do think it's got to be a little frustrating if you're a Tennessee fan and you finally see your team execute because I just think mentally they haven't been locked in all year. Do I think they what? were you know active and during this you know, a little more – Definitely what we thought they would be all season. Absolutely. But I will say to this, Will, I think they got a fire lit under them after those fights happened. I agree. Because that first drive on defense, Vanderbilt drove right down the field, didn't even have a third down opportunity and scored no problem. And if it isn't for Squirrel White's knee being down, Vandy will will get the ball back down 14-7. to Instead, Tennessee goes up two scores, and I think at that point it becomes a route that it was. So, yes, Tennessee did perform at a high level, but early on, outside of the offense, clicking on all cylinders, the defense looked like a defense that could not stop a single soul all season long. So, yes, I agree with you, but I think that fights helped us a little bit more. I said on the show late last week, boys, it would so be Tennessee for them to play four full quarters of football or that, or that they have their most complete production and that leaves Tennessee fans going, where was this the other 11 games this year? And that's so Tennessee, is it not, Riley? That this Tennessee team looked as that Joe Milton puts up six total touchdowns, that maybe maybe that was the fire that lit him up. But whatever happened, it happened in the final game, and it left Tennessee fans with their hands in the air, palms to the ceiling, going, where was this? 
Well, and Tennessee, too, didn't run the football the first six or so plays. It was a couple of screen passes. You had the touchdown to Ramel Keaton. So it was not the run-heavy offense. Yes, they picked it up later, but Mm -hmm. it was pass, 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 pass. For Joe Milton, getting those receivers, they were getting in that rhythm that they had not had all season long. So it was a different game plan early, and I think it it helped them later because they scored a lot of points. Milton looked great, had his best game as a quarterback probably ever, and he went on a high note at Tennessee. If I'm 8-4 Tennessee right now and I take on North Carolina in the Gator Bowl, I would say maybe the season could have been a little bit better. But I think it went the way that a lot of people – look, anybody who said 10-2 and two or 9-3, and three, are you upset that it finished at 8-4? You know what? Let me take it a step at a time. Riley, you had 10-2, right? That's correct. Will, you had it at 10-2, right? Now yes. that it finishes 8-4, and four, was it the way they got to 8-4 and four, or was it the fact of, oh, man, that no, could no, have no. very been 9-3? and three. You, you lost to and, – and, and the way you got there also is not great. Mm-hmm. Um that you're better than that Florida team. Why didn't you mm-hmm. beat them? Why didn't you do your job? And that and that's that is the thing I think that has been the t- most frustrating about the Tennessee team all year mm-hmm. long. And I agree with Riley. I don't I don't know if Tennessee doesn't route them like this if those fights don't happen. I I I think that did a lot of fire under them, especially on the defensive side it. of the football. Um, but but I I think it's I mean you didn't do your job against Florida and you didn't. It was a bad coaching job against Missouri. Let's just be real. They, they mm-hmm. a bad coaching job from good coaches, and that does happen. Um, but you also, I mean, I'm, I'm watching. It your, does happen. You just hope it doesn't happen as more often than you think. No, no, no. It, it doesn't. And, Kirby and, has and a it, bad day sometimes. Nick has a bad day. Yeah, but yeah they don't yeah. do it so often. We don't notice. No, well, or when you see it, you're like, Ugh, that was a. But but and or the, and they get out of it quickly too. Mm-hmm. That's the other because when you realize it doesn't stay stagnant over two weeks like or, Mississippi. Or you don't, me, you like don't keep running that three three for whatever reason. That it's like it takes away your strength of your team, which is your defensive line, yeah, uh, and puts more pressure on your linebackers, which is which is somewhat weak. So that's why I look at it and say yep. it, it's it's that you got boat race like that against Missouri against Georgia. Tip your cap, boys. It's all you can do. Uh, They're four just losses. better. The four losses this year: Florida, Missouri, Georgia, Alabama. I did this stat on college football today pregame before we got to the Vol Network. Do you know what Tennessee was outscored in the second half this year in four losses? What's up? 67 to 6. The only game that they scored in the second half in their four losses was the six that they put up in the loss to Florida. But they were shut out in the second half against Missouri, Alabama, and Georgia. So I don't know. Look, some people would say, okay, no, that's just a combine of just frustration, but I don't know if it goes back to adjustments, Will, or how it kind of plays out. But what I'm going to remember about this 8-4 and four season as a guy who had 9-3 and three at the beginning of the year is, man, Tennessee, whatever, for whatever reasons, the adjustments just weren't there and there were too many inconsistencies from Joe Milton. Hey, look, and I would say this, though. Like, you talk about Kirby and Saban. Yeah. I thought Saban did a bad job against Bama or against Auburn. I thought Saban okay. made it. Yeah, so no, no, no. We've That's seen, fair. We've seen this from Alabama all year long. They run their offense. They can't do it. They go to 6-7 six, protections, 6-7 six, man protection in the second half. Milrow has time. He hits people deep. They run the football. Now, they survived it barely against Auburn, right? Barely they survived it. But they this is the one game they didn't switch to. That's what they did against Tennessee. Switched to 6-7 six, man protection, and all of a sudden Milrow's got time, and it's just over. And they did it against Ellis, or Ole Miss as well. They didn't do that in this one, and they almost lost to Auburn for it. Had it not been for a miraculous play at the end, they would have lost to Auburn. So I, that was a game where where Saban did not have a good game plan, and he didn't make the adjustments he needed to make. Now, they called a really good play, and his players bailed him out as well. Did you? I, I want to I take a sidestep here off Tennessee just momentarily since you brought up Kirby and Saban. 
This line hovered around three, three and a half all last week. And then Alabama's essentially escape from the jaws of defeat game, the 4-31 against Auburn, and that line within 30, 45 minutes crept four, four and a half. It's at five, and it's leaning towards five and a half. Did what we see against Alabama essentially show enough cracks where people think that Kirby's yeah, going to steamroll Alabama? Absolutely. And, and also, Kirby's smart, and they'll, they'll do a lot of what Auburn did on the offensive side of the football. Um, and, and, and I will say, I think, because Hugh Freeze was right there, and if he had receivers that could catch passes – He's at least close to look, driving in the red zone to tie. Right. Um, and to, to tie Georgia, this receivers kept dropping balls, and they had Alabama dead to rights, and you're, you rush two. I don't know why you're rushing two in that spot. Right. You gave the quarterback seven seconds. Somebody's eventually going to break open. But then also your defensive back just is playing with his back to the ball with a receiver in the end zone. That doesn't make any – with a receiver in the corner, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, how, if I'm Auburn, how do you not send more people? They, they have I, to convert a fourth know. and 31. Yep. Send three, four. Send four, send four. Drop everybody else into the end zone to say keep in front of him. Seriously. Like, I – goodness gracious, I've just been looking at some of the malpractices that Auburn's done this year, and it's just been like this. Hugh Free should have showed up to the Plains and at minimum had seven wins. Yeah. Minimum. And, and I would say also, again – Good disciplined teams, breaks go their way. So that's something that Auburn is not a particularly good team right now. Right. Hugh Freeze is trying to rebuild them, and he's done a good job in year one. Um, that that's their Alabama is a good disciplined team, right? And the breaks went their way, and they didn't go Auburn's way. Did 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 the did the defensive back really step out of bounds on that pick six? Because I I, I, I wouldn't watch I the replay a hundred times. I couldn't see him. I didn't see him step out. See it. You thought the same thing, though. Yeah, I know you didn't step I out. I it, yeah. Yeah. Some of the things that just happened when you play Alabama. Wasn't that total as well? Wasn't that the total if the uh-huh. big six happens? Uh-huh. uh-huh. So there, there's tens of millions of dollars that changed hands. Don't even, get me FB, don't even get me F, Don't even get me on the FBI soapbox way. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah, I'm 100%. Well. Dude, the first time you brought that topic up, I kicked my feet up and turned the fan on and said, yep, let's get comfortable because yeah. I could talk for hours yep. about it. So it's just it's it's wild. Are you surprised that it happened against Alabama? Well, it was Alabama would have covered. No, but, or but, but what, but what I'm over. saying is it's an Alabama game though that this is featured in. Yeah, yeah, it's, which it's means weird. You would, but you would think that that means the eyeballs would be larger and there would be a lot more yeah. on it. So you got to make sure you get the call right. Yep. Get what I'm saying? There are certain schools in any sport on the college level when that team is featured in the game, a lot more millions of dollars get wagered on it compared to just the casual MAC game on a Wednesday night. Get my drift? You'd think that'd be something that they would look a little closer at. That's Will West, Tyler Ivitz. Love it or leave it. And then Josh Dobbs hits the field against the Bears tonight. It's the NFC North showdown between Chicago and Minnesota. Screw it. Call it what it is. Josh Dobbs is against Justin Fields. couple other VFLs that are featured in this game as well. Darnell Wright of the Chicago Bears taking a look at some of the injury reports coming up. Ty, again, do we call Ty Chandler a VFL? He was here for a little bit before he finished things at North Carolina. I don't call anybody a VFL. You're going to have to talk to me about that. What, because what, what do you do with Jalen Hurd? Guy had like eight surgeries because of his football time in Tennessee, and then he went somewhere else to see a VFL or not. I'm not playing that game. But a guy that transferred plays here one year is a, is a VFL, but because it, it was their final. Like, McCollum Castles is a VFL. I'm not doing that. Former ball. That's why you always hear me say former ball. Also, just anything that happened during the Dooley era. <laughs> I completely erased. apply. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. If this was a filter, like we were shopping for clothes, apply yep. that filter, and I'm 100 percent on board with yep. you. 656-9900. You say, "Here we go." Are we are we going right to it now? Or Riley, do you want me to break? shut up. Riley, do you want me to shut up, or you want me to set it to break? You can come on the air and tell go me to right break. now.
You're listening to the Esports Animal. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Hit us up on the text line at 865-656-9900. Now back to Tyler and Will on 99.1, the sports animal. A little bit of news to pass along here as we welcome you back. Rusty Wallace, Kia of Knoxville. I-75, Callahan exit 110. Will West here on the hill. Home of Rusty's 200,000-mile warranty with all new Kias. Come by and say hello to us. Find out why Kia is one of the best machines on the road. Voted on by J.D. Power. They'll tell you about the championships. They'll tell you about the banners. That happening here at Rusty Wallace Kia. A little VFL news I want to pass along. Remember, just last week, they could not find a trade partner. So the Philadelphia Eagles ends up cutting Derek Barnett. He's currently going through the waiver process, and about an hour ago it's been announced that a lot of people thought that he was heading for Miami because Miami has to replace people after some injuries that occurred against the Jets. Well, the Houston Texans were higher on the waiver priority list, just like your fantasy football league. So newest member of the Houston Texans, Will West, Derek Barnett, looks like he has found a home in the AFC South. So good chance that uh, you're probably going to see Derek Barnett in Nashville for those of you uh, coming up later in the month of December whenever they go to take on the Titans there at Nissan Stadium. So congratulations to the former Vol, the VFL, Derek Barnett. Yep. Let's go to it. Love it or leave it to get to before we send you out to Monday Night Football and Vols calls right here on the Sports Animal. Right or wrong, they'll always answer the tough questions. This is Love It or Leave It on 99.1, the sports animal. Riley Thomas, respecting the game as our super producer. What do you got, dude? Evening, gentlemen. With six total touchdowns in the win over Vanderbilt, Joe Milton ends his Tennessee career with a dominating performance. Love it or leave it, Saturday was the best game played in the QB's career. I mean, come on. You total six touchdowns. I can't tell you how many times Joe Milton has totaled six total touchdowns in a game. Oh, wait. Yes, I can. Never. Yeah, it was. Will, better late than never. I personally believe we've seen the end of Joe Milton. I don't mean like the end of his season. Yeah, we know his career's over. If I'm Joe Milton, I don't step on the football field against North Carolina, presumably in the Gator Bowl. I think we've seen the last of Joe Milton. I think we need to start looking at Nico. But, yes, that was a great game and the best performance of his career. And no, I, I I love this. I do think it was the best game of Joe Milton's career by a country mile. And I, I'll agree with you on that second part as well. It's not in there. I, <clears throat> if I was Joe Milton, that's the last thing you'd see of me on tape. 
All right, guys, after hours of speculation, Texas A&M landed on their new head coach in Dukes, Mike Elko. Love it or leave it, the Aggies hiring back their former defensive coordinator. I, I love this. I don't think it's a bad hire. I think it's a great hire. It's an, look, let's just be real. It's an incestual hire, so they're more likely than not it's not going to work out. I, I don't understand why you didn't go with Stoops and why you played that game to go hire Elko, with, who was just less experienced Stoops. Right. But, I mean, whatever. He went, well, he's been here for whatever. I mean, you were, you were D.C. for three, four years. That's fine. But I, I love this. You could have done worse. I don't think you're, you're going to do better than you did with Jimbo. You're not going to win a title. You're going to do this again in four years. Look, the hire, I guess I love it, but it should have been Stoops the whole time. Whoever the doofus or doofuses were that said no to Mark Stoops coming to Texas A&M. Can you imagine that man with more NIL money, with his coaching staff out recruiting? That guy can go toe-to-toe and recruit against Texas and Oklahoma, and the team's already in the SEC. He's in Lexington, though, and nobody's putting any NIL money towards what they're doing on the football field. Come on. You you also have... You have what he maximizes talent. Yeah. So if I'm bringing in four or five star players left and right, and I can maximize the talent, that's why I think that Stoops would have been a really good hire for them. I would also point out to, you, to everyone else, Nick Saban was 34 and 24 at and one at Michigan State right. when he got the LSU job. He was fifth, fifth, sixth, sixth, and then tied for second in the Big Ten before getting the LSU job. We don't want that Nick Saban guy from East Lansing to hear an LSU. And the rest is history. Also on Sunday, Mississippi State landed on Oklahoma coordinator Jeff Levy to replace Zach Arnett. Love it or leave it, Levy will have the Bulldogs bowling in year one. Yeah, I love this. I think they're at minimum six and six. I don't know. They get the balls this year. I'm already thinking of 24 being this year. They get the balls next year. Ah, uh, your four non-con games. That's five. Oh, wait, wait, excuse me. They're not going to beat Tennessee next year. Four. Yes, they'll spin. I don't even care if they're taking on the same same folk that they had. Arizona in State. They'll beat them. Tempe. They'll beat them. I agree. Toledo. They'll beat them. Toledo, Toledo's going to be the MAC champs this year, but they're losing a little bit. Uh, so that's four wins, and then the SEC schedule. So I love this. I think they'll get there as well. With their overtime victory against the Bills, the Eagles tied an NFL record for consecutive games won after trailing at halftime. Love it or leave it, Philadelphia is playing the best football in the league right now. Four straight wins after trailing at halftime. Yeah, that's which is great. But I don't think they're playing the best football. Who is? Baltimore. I was going to say Baltimore right now looks like the team to beat, period. Leave the Eagles, start the birds. But there's somebody the Baltimore birds. as well. Broncos are playing awfully good football right Has now. You seen the schedule? Have you seen the schedule the rest of the way for the Broncos, too? Yeah. It is. Look, it's it's pros versus pros, but Denver got all their bad games, their yep. tough games out of the way, man. Denver's got a nice little road to the postseason if they want it. You're, you, you were mentioning San Francisco, Riley. You're right. One, three, straight. I mean, Debo's healthy. Chase Young. I was about Young. to say, now that they're healthy. Chase Young has opened up that D line even more. Ooh. Scary down there in San Francisco. But it's definitely not Philly. All right, guys, last one. In a return that many are calling one of the best of all time, CM Punk surprised fans with his appearance during Survivor Series in Chicago. Love it or leave it, Punk is the most must-see talent in pro wrestling. Don't you dare say Roman Reigns. 
Don't you do that. Leave it. TV ratings have shown us that it's Roman Reigns. It's definitely not Roman Reigns. Because people will eat trash that you put in front of them. Like, that doesn't well, mean Wes, it's good. Well, why do you not acknowledge your tribal chief? Because the guy's a good man. Ahmed Carter, low level. If, if it wasn't for, they just shove him down everyone's throat. Uh, look, no, but I will. I love this today because that's a fluid answer. Today, the answer is. CM what are you going to do when you get home? Uh, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch all three hours of Raw. I'm going to run home and watch Raw. And then when CM Punk's not on, I will turn the channel. That's how, and, and I haven't watched AEW since CM Punk was gone. I will say this. Like, I'm putting Dobbs on the DVR tonight because of CM Punk. Yeah, yes. And, and and I will say this, too. It should be Kenny Omega, but Tony Khan doesn't know how to use the people he has. Yes, accurate. And then number two would be Brian does w, Danielson. Does WWE, do they have Tony Khan to thank for CM yeah, Punk coming Absolutely. Back? Yeah. And Brian Danielson would be number two, but Tony Khan doesn't know how to use his people. Here we go. Riley, what are your trios. thoughts on CM Punk? You got Edge and Trios matches right now. Uh, I don't have any because I don't watch WWE. You don't know who the do you know who CM Punk is? No, I do. Yes. Okay, there, there you go. Do know you know is. what the CM stands for in CM Punk? Commonly mistaken Punk. Well, actually, there, there, actually, it could be that. Actually, could be that. Yeah, I've always been be told that. it meant chip magnet Punk. Yeah, but, apparently. Ah, does. Okay. Yeah, CM Punk, the voice of the voiceless, the the second city saint, as the kids would call him. He is a cult of personality. Did you know when we opened the show today that the Living Color song you were playing had anything to do with CM Punk? Well, yes, because Will called me and told me that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> he I called <laughs> you. <laughs> he told me to play rally, to open rally. the show. Pop quarters in the jukebox and get cult of personality. That's what I told him. I was like, you better yes. get, you got to open the show with cult of personality. <laughs> yeah. And then we had uh, multiple people on the text line. I marked out again the second I heard that song when you guys opened. You hear the static of that TV. Oh, goodness gracious. You would have thought somebody was kicking me in the shin Saturday when he came out. I was screaming. Oh, man, it was great. Uh, MJF and Adam Cole must see TV for AEW. That does look like it's good. Uh, this whole devil storyline yeah, with yeah, MJF yeah. and Adam Cole and you got Roderick. Adam! That, like, Tommy that. says that on the secret text line. Who's that? Tommy. Tommy is correct. It's yeah. like Tommy Sweat or like Tommy Tommy? It's just Tommy. Okay, just Tommy. Yeah. I was about to say, we don't have any cool people in our office that watch wrestling besides Landon Doan. Those kids don't watch things on television. Please. Hey, now. Two things kids should be doing now these days. Watching pro wrestling and then going to Sergeant Pepperoni's Pizzeria in Bearden for their food. <laughs> Sergeant Pepperoni's Pizzeria in Bearden. Unbelievable pizza. Un- and just incredible calzones. Sandwiches on homemade be- bread. And the bait wings are absolutely incredible. It's Sergeant Pepperoni's Pizzeria <laughs> yeah. in Bearden. SergeantPepperoni'sPizza.com. Yes or no, the Seth Rollins CM Punk things will work. Yeah, it's work. But my understanding is they really don't like each other. Yeah, probably not. Doesn't like nobody like either one of them? They're both fantastic in the ring, but they're both really good. So that's why it's uh, pays to be good at your job. Kind of like you and me. Nobody, everybody loves you. Nobody likes you. <laughs> that's <not true>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. okay. Real quick, as we hit the reset, if you could steal any person's theme from pro wrestling history, who would you make your own? No, it would definitely be cult of personality, but just because I love that song. That's the whole reason I like CM Punk. You know what I mean? Because of In Living Color? No, yeah. But because Living Color, yeah. I loved I loved Living Color. I used to have body gloves. Oh, wait, I'm saying In Living Color like, that was the, a TV show. like the TV comedy yeah. show. For, yep. Yeah. Jim Carrey got Homie, started. don't play that. Uh, Fire Marshal Bill. That's right. Homie the Clown. Great show. Uh, if I could take any person's WWE theme growing up. Oh, but when you hear the glass, you know what it is. Oh, uh, yeah, that's good. I like that one. But you hear the glass at your backside. Yeah, that is correct. I will say Adam Cole's AEW song. 
Pretty solid. I take that back. Edge is me- uh, metalingus. Yeah. Just anytime you walk around, honesty. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I get right. so. I'm gonna go home and just watch so much pro wrestling like I'm, <laughs> like I'm a seven year old. Tyler, just take the trash out and try, Mom, shut up. <laughs> Let's come back, hit the reset. Tennessee, eight and four. A lot of eyes on Atlanta this weekend to find out can Alabama change the pecking order in the conference up? Don't book your trip to Jacksonville just yet because there are multiple factors that are still in play for a lot of these teams. 99.1, you're listening to the Sports Animal. Final word on the way. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Guys, not everything is 40 chess. Why can't we just laugh? Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Miss any part of the show? Check out the podcast powered by Craven Wings. This is Tyler and Will on 99.1, the Sports Animal. We'll be led by super producer Riley Thomas, Tyler Ivins, and Will West. Will, where are we? Because if we go I 75 Callahan to exit 110, when we get to the stop sign, I bet we take a left and we find our way here on the hill at Rusty Wallace Key. Rusty Wallace Key in Knoxville. Stop by and see us. They have any and everything you're looking for. An incredible selection. SUVs. Oh, you should see the Telluride's they have here. The brand new redesigned Sportage. They have it here. Even the Sportage Hybrid, which is like impossible to find. Sorrentos, the brand new redesigned Sorrentos. They have it here. The EV6s, they have multiple of them right now at Rusty Wallace Kia. And remember, whenever you're buying at Rusty Wallace Kia, you have the peace of mind in knowing you're getting a 200,000-mile warranty on all new Kias at Rusty Wallace Kia. And if you buy a new Kia from Tony Patrick, he'll bring you free cigars. There there you go. Cigars from Tony Patrick if you do it. Guess where we're going tonight. Yeah, never mind. Jake Bull did try to give him a truck away earlier tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that did happen. I was about to say, did you mend that bridge that fast? <laughs> uh, partner, we got about, let's call it, uh, we got about a buck 45 left. We'll call it just under two minutes. Tonight, this is where you're heading. If you stay with us here on our family of frequencies on 99.1, the sports animal. If you flip to the AM side, that's 990, beginning at 730, you're going to get Westwood One's coverage. From Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's Monday Night Football as Minnesota, led by Josh Dobbs. They play host to Justin Fields in Chicago. Dobbs, who could not join us as much as we'd love for Josh to join us on Monday. He's got to get ready for tonight's (laughs) showdown in the NFC North. It's Bears. It's Vikings. Will West, if you stay on the FM side of things, beginning at 8 o'clock. Now that we're in basketball season, ball calls the hoops edition officially moving over that on the FM 99.1 frequency. Tyler Robbins, I did notice in your bitter, jealous heart, you did not point out that a certain former ball balled out yesterday against the New England Patriots. Guess who had a 100-yard receiving game yesterday? I bet it was Mr. Worldwide, Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt did. That's right. Five catches, 109 yards for the Giants. Who among us has not had a 100-yard <laughs> receiving game against yeah. Bill Belichick's defense this uh, season? But first time since the playoffs last year that all season long, Jalen Hyatt, 100 yards receiving. Hey, yo, man, has got a future. Uh, 30 seconds. You like Dobbs tonight? Go Astro I Dobbs I against I the Bears? I think, yeah, I did hear the stat from John Pennington gave us that 
isn't it all season long that no, the, no, just this week j- just home home favorites this week have been clipping it would be an okay. all new record okay so if you're a gambling guy and you go hmm what is the odds the odds say take the home team and the points but don't actually or should do we that. lay the points but in the football home team. tells you don't do that yeah don't do that gosh I wonder what I did for riding with Ivans today I went with the rocket man himself for Riley Thomas for Matthew Baker Will West Tyler Ivans thank you Jake Bull and thank you to Rusty Wallace Kia. Get an inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kumal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen.